Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Edric Show. I am Edric Jerome, your host. Uh, we always offer, of course, intelligent conversation with interesting people. Please hit the subscribe button below uh, as we try to grow this thing from the ground up. You can get us on The Edric Show on Facebook. You can also uh, find us on Instagram uh, at Edric Show. Uh, very talented guest today, and, and this is more, uh, this is my brother right here, so this is yes. going to be more than just an interview. Um, but Lamont Young, uh, is an award-winning actor, writer, and producer. You may have seen him recently in a national commercial for Etsy. He's also uh, had recurring roles as the butcher on Nickelodeon's Danger Force. He's performed on stages all over California, Northern and Southern California. Um, his action and production skills have led to two distinguished awards so far in 2021. He was named Best Actor uh, at a New York IMDb qualifying event for his monologue in the short film Blue Eyeshadow which he also co-produced uh, with his company. Blue Eyeshadow was also awarded second place in the New York City I.O. Film Festival and was screened during this year's Oakland International Film Festival. In fact, it helped kick off the event. Lamont, my brother, how you doing, man? I'm blessed, man. Thank you for having me, man. Likewise. And, yeah, you are definitely my brother, so this is uh, it definitely feels good to be here and just be able to spend some time in fellowship with you, you know, with the distance and all that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's begin. Um, Let's start at the beginning. Where did you grow up? Uh, what were the formative years? I'm from Vallejo, California. Yay area! 707. Yeah, 707. Grew up on uh, Magazine Street in, in, uh, South, in South Vallejo. If anybody from Vallejo, you know, if, you know what that represents. You know, that's where E-40 came from and, uh, you know, and the click and, you know, and a bunch of people like that, you know, that, that, that whole little... little uh, early you know rap era in the bay area with you know with e40 and and you know and coming from a vallejo yeah that that was the whole atmosphere i grew up in so everybody wanted to be a musician and a, and a, <laughs> and a rapper and and at first that's kind of where i was as far as wanting to be a rapper or a or a musician or a, or a part of a dance group because that's okay. really where my main influence was in the community right on um obviously you have a talent for acting and and producing so uh, where did that start? That love for for the theater and performance. Well, well, you know what? That happened. That's that's the reason why I led the groundwork talking about a you know start the discussion rather talking about music was actually my love, even though I can't sing a lick. <laughs> but but uh, but what I was able to do, you know, is it, I was always very meticulous about details, you know, because because I love jazz music, so that had my mind always looking at intricacies and connectivity between things and how do you go from one extreme to the next and bridge the gaps and and, and the emotionality that was in and how it's displayed and and I used to translate that into how I watch TV so everybody knows me I'm always critiquing everything and so one day I was just critiquing a, a film and uh something inside me told me why don't you throw your hat in the ring <laughs> and and so uh I, I I didn't pay too much attention to it but uh, the next day I was driving down the street and um, this was in Napa, which is adjacent to, um, you know, to Vallejo and Napa Community College had a big banner saying auditions. So wow. I was driving by open auditions. So I'm driving by and something just was that same voice. Go, 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 go. And I ran over the curb because I almost missed the <laughs> turn. because That's how much I was battling it. And so went in there wet behind the ears, didn't know anything, just had somebody help me fill out the application and the, and the, the process. And I went in there and uh, there was, they were doing this play called, um, 
I forget the name of the I forget the name of the play. Lend me a tenor, and and they needed someone who to be a an Italian accent. Uh, so I went up there and gave my best Italian accent. And when I was mm-hmm. done, the um, the director came to me and told me, "Hey, Lamont, that was an excellent Jamaican accent, but, oh, but not, <laughs> not an Italian accent." And in the interim of us sitting here, they're talking. The director from a play next door that was doing a play called Plaza Suite came came over. And he heard me. Uh, Neil Simon play, right? Neil Simon play, right. yes. And he heard me, um, uh, you know, doing my thing. And he asked the direct the, that director if I could audition for his play next door. So I went next door and auditioned for his play and got the lead role. And and um, that kind of started me. My, I went from there to doing Shakespearean uh, improv, uh, you know, and, and you know, doing all the classical plays, you know, the, you know playing Othello and doing all that stuff and just became the go-to guy in the Bay Area for, for a while for, for different plays. And, you know, and, and from there, it just kind of, I've probably been in over, probably over 30 plays, different, different plays. Yeah. In fact, the first place I saw you uh, was here. I think it was in, in Fairfield on stage. You were in a uh, Terrence Ivory production. Shout out to our brother, Terrence Ivory. That's my brother, um, yeah. And so I saw you. That was the first time I really recognized or to, to notice you in a, in a performance. Um, now, and having said that, you know, we, we were able to do some things on stage with Blue Eyeshadow, yes. uh, a stage play based on a, a short story. Um, talk to me about um, being part of a brand new play, something mm-hmm. that hadn't been performed before. Uh, and how you were able to uh, embody the character in Blue Eyeshadow. Hmm. Well, for me, for, for me, <clears throat> what I had to do is I had to actually just, well, well let, me, let me backtrack. For one thing, it was getting an opportunity to meet you, right? And, and getting an opportunity to develop a relationship with you and a brotherhood with you during the process of understanding the script, which helped me to come to the characterization. Because I was able to hone in on, on a lot of the emotionality and the, mo- and the emotions, both. You know, then there is a distinction, you know, that, that needed to be conveyed in order to be able to really truly connect to the piece and to allow others to look to look past the subject matter and really see what was at the heart of it, right? That 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 emotional connectivity that we were that that you wrote it for, because you are the writer. But I don't know if you told people this brother's a phenomenal writer. This is the right he's he's asking about it, and this brother actually wrote the piece, you know. So it, it was something that that aided in my process. Now, putting that aside, my normal process for doing any acting is just to read the piece. I'm, I'm, I'm a detail man. So I just read the piece and, and I'm someone that leads with my spirit in all things. So I think spirit, you know, spirits and emotions are intricately, you know, connected. So I allow myself to openly read the piece. And what I mean by that was to truly read the piece from an empathetic perspective. And once I do that, I was able just to immediately just drop my emotions and my things that I've dealt with and <laughs> issues that I've had and, and and things that I've had to deal with directly into that and let and make that a part of who I am because that human experience is the same. You know, so for me, man, it, it was just a process of really truly falling in love with this with your brother actually, man, to tell the truth. <laughs> because when you when you look at, when you when you read the story and and really 
and really see what you were doing. You were saying, hey, look, past all the nonsense, I love my brother. I love my brother. There's nothing that could be said, nothing that could be done, nothing that could be reiterated or, 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 or placed in a different way that's going to make me shift my perspective. I love my brother, period. And, and I have the same love for my family. <laughs> you know, I have, a, uh, you know, I have family members that are in prison right now, been in there all their lives and, you know, at least 30 years now. That's death. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and so for me, I, I could I could I could relate is, is what it is, man. You know, and I still love my my brother. I still love him, even though I may not know my brother like you may not have known everything about your brother because of the different cultures that you're a part of as far as the lifestyles that had nothing to do with the expression of love. And that's what I have focused on to get to my characterization. And, and it was important uh, where, you know, we got to do this play the first time. I mean, we were at the Bakery School of Theater in Berkeley, which is, you know, affiliated with the Berkeley Repertory Theater, which is a prestigious, if not one of the most prestigious on the West Coast. Um, how did it feel being a part of that atmosphere and, and being able to to perform, you know, uh, in that those hallowed grounds, so to speak? Mm. You know, that was an experience and a major blessing, you know, and 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 um. And I say that just because the fact, like you said, that that's the the mecca in the Bay Area, right? On the, on the, on the, that's one of the meccas, right? As far as where you want to perform, Berkeley Repertory Theater, come on, that's yeah, major, you know. So, you know, from that perspective, man, as an actor, I was like, wow, okay, all right. But you know, but you know me, a little bit of me was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here, right? <laughs> you know, I, got that, I got that mindset. The brother was like, please, y'all, y'all should have been had a brother. Up in here, to be honest, you know, and I, even if I didn't want to come back, I'd tell y'all, you know, a little bit on why, you know, <laughs> as far as where, where you was wrong and take us along to bring me, you know. But so, you know, so I've all, I, I, part of me was like, okay, yeah, this is the launching point, you know, because, you know, uh, I don't see myself as just an actor that that's one dimensional as far as you know my where I'm able to. Uh, show my influence right and my ability to showcase myself so which is why i moved down to la you, you know so so for me when i finally was able to do that it fulfilled for me something where i could put a little feather in my cap right be like uh-huh all right told y'all <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now, now i'm ready to now i'm ready to go for broadway <laughs> i heard that uh let's let's put a pin in that because i want to come back to that because we were we had a a major impact from COVID-19, which I'll get to in a minute. But I want to I'm going to go back to some of the things you've done even prior to Blue Eye Shadow and some of the things you were doing before. Um, what was it like working uh, for Nickelodeon uh, on Danger Force and just the idea of being part of Nickelodeon's um, some of the things that they've been doing? You know what? Um, that was that was surreal. That, that was surreal. You know, my wife and I sat here and watched my, my episode and we, and after, after, you know, after it first aired and, and, and we were, and it was kind of, it was very surreal. Cause you know, you, you go from a point, I, I, like I told you how I got started to be sitting on my, you know, in, in, in my bedroom, watching TV, critiquing television. And now I'm actually watching <laughs> myself along with millions of people around the world, watching myself on TV. And, you know, and, so, so it, 
it, it was a that in itself was just I don't know it humbling, humbling, humbling. Yeah, you know, and and in in the aspect of just being very grateful for for God blessing me with the opportunity. You know, it, it, the experience itself was eye opening, <laughs> eye opening. You know, and and realistically, man. And this might sound weird, but you know me and, and my level of confidence. What it did, it showed me, hey, I could do this. Hmm. Y'all not that far off. Y'all got more money to do it, but <laughs> the processes are pretty much the same that I do. <laughs> you know, so it it, it kind of encouraged me, especially how open the people were as far as their their openness, as far as their culture, as far as, hey, come on in. You're part of the Danger Force family. And you know, and how people were very encouraging and supportive of, you know, it would it be in my first time and, you know, and just the whole experience was something that that was very eye opening. It let me know that that Hollywood isn't as as what we think it is, you know, on a bunch of different levels. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it was a blessing because, like I said, again, it it it, it brought an awareness to me that that, hey, I if if. If the if these people I'm talking to these people and I'm interacting with these people and they're accepting me as part of this culture and this group of people, then you know that produce and 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 act and perform on this level, then why can't I take that same thing and go do it and create my own crew and my own organization and my own to to do the same? And that's that's a great segue because now uh, I'm gonna go back to Blue Eye Shadow. Uh, We did it, you know, at the Baker School of Theater front of a live audience, about 100 people, got great reception. We were taking the feedback. We were going to go back, workshop it. And the plan was to perform it um, during the International AIDS Conference in San Francisco in July of 2020. Uh, Obviously, COVID hit um, and those plans got shelved. Uh, I remember having a conversation with you and and Terrence uh, and Sandra Varner from August Varner Media about perhaps doing this on film. And the reason I want to circle back to it is because I know you had that experience from Nickelodeon. And so when we had the idea and start putting the plans together to put it in place to shoot and to film the short film, Blue Eye Shadow, I saw those elements in how you were able to uh, gather the crew together, get the right folks in place, find the studio. So tell me about that process of the filmmaking itself and how you were able to take some of those lessons you may have learned from Nickelodeon or other productions into uh, Powerhouse Productions and working with Envision 8 Studios and the, the awesome crew you assembled. Yeah, it's right on. Uh, okay, so, um, my, well, for one, my process of, of building any crew is to first be part of a crew. You got to be willing on following someone and blessing someone, you know, openly and, and wholeheartedly in order to be able to get them to want to reciprocate. So, you know, so building the crew for me was just as simple as reaching out to people that I've helped and blessed before. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and they reciprocated because it was sincere. Right. Um, now all those people, again, were people that I've worked with, worked with in different capacities for different productions, whereas I, I, you know, on very various levels. So, so I did have a few people that I could pick from, but for me, the process was, Again, starting from my my intimate knowledge of the piece, having performed it before, and knowing what what emotion I wanted to convey, because you know, being in communication with you, 
So I was like, okay, look, I, I know for one thing, we're going to have to bring back the director that helped us navigate through the piece live. live. So that was Terrence. We brought him back, um, Terrence Ivory, to, to direct the film, you know, because we wanted to augment the, the, the different things that we had found in the piece live. Um, also, you know, he's a, he, you know, the brother also helped us, you know, you know, do some of the, the screenwriting for it, you know, tr transitioning the piece from the, from the stage to the screen, you know, and, you know, and, and bringing in, bringing in a bunch of different visual elements, you know, because your wordy, your words were there. So we didn't really change the words, but we just added physical elements because, because in the play piece, it was more of a personality straight me driven piece connecting to the audience. We were in a black box theater almost setting and we were just really engaged. It's about engagement, right? Uh, and so we wanted to make sure that we took that element to the film. So, you know, and, and I expressed to the team that what I'm looking for is for people to fall in love with my brother through me. Falling in love with me and through me fall, uh, f transitioning that love that I had that, that they have for me to to the love that I have for my brother that and that had to be no matter how artistic we got the bottom line everything had to undergird that sentiment you know so that was my focus for building the team those people that I knew could convey that emotionality and people that I knew could buy into that concept <laughs> and that understanding. And the people that I knew were going to be passionate about it, you know what I'm saying? That, meaning they have a vested interest in what we're talking about the whole way. That's all we were, that, that was our bar. If someone came, came up with any, you know, because we have a very open collaborative workspaces, that's what I like to, you know, create because I believe in bringing creative people together and allow them to be creative within their space, right? Absolutely. So, you know, people come with ideas and transitional pieces and things to try to, you know, press the story along visually. And, and, and the bar of ethics was, does it distract from the love story or does it add to the love story? <laughs> and that was our parameters of, of adherence and, and excellence as we press through the piece from the beginning of formulating the crew all the way to the end in post-production. Well, one thing that people remark on is the look of the film. Um, we, as I said, we had a chance to screen it uh, opening night of the Oakland International Film Festival. It was the first time uh, I got to see it, along with others, uh, on the big screen. Uh, outdoor setting right by Jack London Square. It was beautiful. Shout out to David Roach, too, for yes. uh, selecting us uh, to help kick off the Oakland International Film Festival this year. Um, seeing it on the big screen, uh, people commented on the quality of it. And, you know, we're... We're just average brothers creating and, you know, our, our budget was our budget. It wasn't, you know, uh, it was a Nickelodeon by far. Um, but to get that level of the look of it and the feel of it and the tone, it just it all clicked, man. And so um, when you see it and you go back and you watch it now, uh, do you get caught up in it still? What's, what's your, yes. As time goes by, how do you how do you feel when you see it now? Yes, I do. And, and first, let, let me say this. I'll, let me give a a big support and love to my wife, Tamara, Tamara Young, because she's the second, she's the own, let me go and say it the right way. She, we, her and I own powerhouse productions together. And she is not just somebody that sits back. She is a, a producer of the highest order, you know, and, and, and her, and, and her ability to help us to be able to stay on task and, 
stay focused and connected to to what we're to to the piece in real time was integral in, in helping us to 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 have such a success in in it right Absolutely. so you know but but as we as i was uh as we watch it now even you know i say this as a, as an actor i hate watching myself i'm cuz i'm too hypercritical you know, I'm too hypercritical, not from a personal perspective, just in general, as I'm viewing things like that. So I'm always, eh, nah, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> and to me, you know, to me, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, this is the first time, one of the first times I should say that I've watched something and I forgot it was me. I forgot it was me. I was so <laughs> intrigued in the story and the visuals that we put together and the story that we were able to tell that I was, that I was like, huh? Oh dang! That okay. That's that's me on doing that. That's you, you and 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 I know people of all people say, well, that's not your best performance. I said no, but it's my. I understand what you're saying because you see me do some, you know, riveting, ah, you know, big, big, big episode. But this was the this was one of the first times that I was that that I was able to connect. I believe with the audience, truly connect. I mean. I always, I always believe that there's some degree of connection, but this, the, but this whole piece was driven by me talking directly to the people, and, and so for me, I, I think it, it brought out something else in my character as I was going through the process of acting. That as I watch it now, man, I'm like, I think I was outside of myself to a degree wow. as far as as far as you know being le- what was leading me. It was God's spirit leading me because I got through that place where I was, you know, truly just like I said, dealing with it empathetically from that perspective of love, man. So I think that's what came out when I, and, 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 and that's what radiates when I'm watching the piece. And, and, and so it kind of transitions me from that critical thing to where I'm doing the same thing as everybody else. I'm like, hmm, wow, whoa, wow. And then, you know, and, and now I'm catching little nuances and little things. I'm like, damn, I don't even remember doing that. Oh, wow. What the heck? You know, so, so yeah, it, it it's, it's, and, and then with the success that we're receiving with it, um, as I sit back and watch it now, I, it's not the critical eye of, of uh, what you're doing wrong or what you did wrong. Now I'm looking at it, you know, as an actor, now I'm looking at it as a producer, you know, <laughs> looking back with like, hmm, okay, you know, what processes took place to get that result. So, okay, I'm like, okay, I need to maintain that and keep that. Okay, yeah, we need to tweak that a little bit. Uh, the next time we need to, you know, so, so, so because now I'm able to accept my acting and what, and what the piece is, I, it allows me to be able to move on to a different, you know, form of analysis, I guess. I know Absolutely. That's but. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, we would be remiss if we didn't mention, um, we get the film completed and we start the film festival circuit. And all of a sudden Lamont wins an award for best monologue from a yeah. New York city best actor award. Um, we get second place at the New York IO Film Festival for Narrative Short, which was an amazing, amazing feather in our cap. And, you know, we, you know, we're, we're doing the film festival thing and people are like, oh, you got selected in, you know, first two out of the first couple. I'm like, well, yeah, they go, well, that doesn't really happen, guys. So, <laughs> you know, pay attention. First two out of the, fr- of the four that we right. submitted the six. Absolutely. And, 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 yeah, one, two. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and this will be airing uh, before, but. Uh, it is a themed around, you know, we we want to do some things around World AIDS Day. And so shout out to uh, Argus Barner Media and Sandra Varner and 
KOFY TV in San Francisco and Lifelong Medical uh, because Blue Eyeshadow will be screened over the course of uh, a couple of days uh, during Thanksgiving week, including on World AIDS Day. So folks will get a chance to see it there. We'll put links to all of this uh, in the description and where you can actually see the film. And um, actually, you know, it's, it's available. It's widely available now. Uh, shout out to Joe Guidry uh, Jr., who uh, did the theme song for Blue Eyes Shadows. So nice. I always want to give Joe credit. Uh, that's going to be available on iTunes as well. So it's all coming together, man. And uh, I just I'm, I thank you for coming on and we just having this conversation about it because um, it's a it's a project that's that's going to be around for a while. So look for it soon. Uh, Blue Eyes Shadow, you'll be able to get it very quickly. Hey, you know what, man? And, I, and kudos to you, man, for sharing that story with everyone. You know, and, and that's deeply personal, you know, you know, very personal story, man. And, you know, and and, and through you sharing that and, and your vulnerability and sharing that, bro, it's going to it's going to offer up a lot of healing to people, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, you know, and, and healing that we really desperately need in our culture and our, you know, in, in our in our and in our communities right now. You know, we, you know, um, you know, just as an aside real quick, and I'm not going to get on a tangent, you know, sure. that there's a lot of divides in our community and culture, you know, and, you know, and. And at this point in time, where we're at right now, we need to be looking at areas of connectivity and, and, and embeddedness in, in, in community-driven efforts to, to collaborate and, and to build and edify and strengthen each other. And I think this piece helps, to, helps in that endeavor, man, because it helps to push the narrative of let's just show love, let's show compassion, let's show empathy, let's look at the humanity within each other. You know, so, so, so kudos, bro. Out of that, out of your vulnerability, I, that's the reason why we're having the success because of it. Well, thank you very much, man. Appreciate that, um, Lamont Harold Young, uh, yes. versatile actor, producer, writer, everything, man. Again, thank you so much for coming on the Edric Show. Really appreciate it, and thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. It's a pleasure uh, being a part of your family, you know, and the Blue Eyeshadow family, and you know, and and I, I'm grateful, eternally grateful, man, for you. You're allowing me again to 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 help share such a precious memory, man, and, and vulnerable, vulnerable expression of your love for your family. Man. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. This has been the Edric Show. I'm Edric Jerome. Again, please hit the subscribe button as we build this thing from the ground up. We always promise intelligent conversation with interesting people. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you'll get a hold of us. We'll, we'll put all that stuff. You can get a hold of us and, and let us know what you think about the show. Please subscribe. Cause again, we are trying to build this thing from the ground up. Um, take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode.